What's going on? What's going on? This is Ugo Opara, PA licensed real estate agent and investor on my ride home. The time now is nine o'clock. I know I don't make enough podcasts. Let's let's not talk about that. Let's talk about something else. But anyways, let's get back to what I love, which is the real estate stuff. And man, listen to me, ladies and gentlemen, man, oh man, um, I'm just struggling with this three unit apartment building. Um, and that would be cool, but I'm sorry. All right, it's done. Uh, and that would be cool, right? It's okay to struggle. Like life is all about the struggles. It makes you better. But I was so, um, I was so confident that we were going to be moving in the right direction with this. I had already put a property right behind it to purchase all cash. Oh, no. And the reason that that's problematic is because I, I, I really shouldn't be buying this property, but I can't pull out and I got such a good deal on it. And that's the conundrum because the money that I'm using to buy this property is the money that I could have used to make sure that I was out of this other property. So what do I do? Do I just, uh, get, you know, not buy a great deal and focus on a, on a property that turned the other way or <laughs> do I just kind of embrace myself for a very, very financially sucky next couple of months? And I think you guys already know that I chose the latter. Yeah, it's going to suck for me for the next three, four months. I mean, as far as like finances are concerned, I'm literally going to be bleeding for three, four months. Is it? There's no way around this. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just in a hole. It's a big old hole. Uh, I'm not dead. I'm not dead, but I'm definitely, in a, definitely in a hole. And um, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, as an investor, I can bitch and moan and, and point fingers at that contractor and you know that plumber and that electrician and that roofer and all everything. Right. But at the end of the day, something somewhere went wrong with my system, my management style, my, 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 me, 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 something I did. I messed up somewhere. I dropped the ball somewhere. And that's what led to the situation that I'm in. Right. Because that's just the only way to face these things. If I keep blaming other people, that's going to be the scapegoat. Right. So I know that the ball was dropped. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. These contractors be acting a fool. They get that deposit and start acting totally different. Absolutely, right? But at the same token, I'm the one that picked said contractor that started acting totally different, right? Um, I'm the one that didn't implement whatever I didn't implement that would, you know, whatever. I'm the one that didn't implement something that would scare the, 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 the life out of whatever contractor is deciding to work for me something that scares him and says hey if you try to you know screw me over then there are some very painful uh ramifications that are going to come out after that i mean one that didn't have that in place you know what i mean so yeah dude i got i got screwed over i got screwed over and um it was actually by a friend it was by a friend and that's what happened. I let my guard down because the contractor is a buddy. You see this? You see, do you see the, the 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 situation in that? I let my guard down because the contractor was a friend of mine. 
and we we had that we had we you know we, and we've done deals before we've done deals before you know not n- none of them have ever gone without a hitch right you know no, none of them were perfect 100 percent blah 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 right but they got done and the work and the work was you know the work was there and you know um things were good right so what i was doing is i was riding on the uh i was ri- riding on the successes of the of of, of, of past deals but in real estate or investments, you know, period, you're only as good as your last deal, right? So I, sh- I, I, I should have taken the blinders off a long time ago and says, hey, new property, new, new me, right? New you, new contractor, new everything. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta completely go back to being strangers and act accordingly. And that was a mistake that I made. I got, I, you know, I let my guard down because, because the contractor was a friend, a buddy of mine. And we had already successfully done a couple of deals, so I felt that I was safe. I felt that I we I felt that my little crew was immune to you know situations. <laughs> I um, it's hard to record. I, it's hard to but I can't buckle my seatbelt because I'm recording with one hand. That's an excuse. I'm making an excuse. There's a red light. Watch me do it. But um, but anyways, I just I um I let my guard down because the guy's a friend, and you know that that's that's just a recipe for disaster. Doesn't matter who the person is. Doesn't matter if it's your dad. Like I literally don't even care who it is. Everyone gets treated like a stranger, and that's it. I mean, there's no, you know, there's no, is is not, you know, there's no no deviating from that. You know what I mean? Um, and you just have to treat everyone as if they were coming to, you know take everything that you had you know so that's that in lies the the situation and that in lies the the culprit of 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 my uh downfall and the solution you know so now that we've talked about how how i screwed up let's go through what is proper procedure what is proper protocol so proper protocol or step number one is have a very clear understanding of what your legal you know, what, 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 from a legal standpoint, how you protect yourself, right? And if you don't understand that, then it's very important that you go to a, a, a real estate attorney and have them draft up a legal contract that protects you, your company, your investors, when transacting with contractors. Things you want to keep in there. Uh, I don't even want to go into stuff that you want to keep in there, but you definitely want to just go have, you know, a payment schedule. You want to have just, you know, some vague languages to protect you in, in regards to, um, you know, make sure that everything is up to code, right? That's very vague. What the hell is the code? Not your problem. Let the contractor figure it out. They have to, they, you know, that's their job. So when you go to get your property inspected and it fails because of X, Y, and Z, all you got to do is look at your contract and says, you got to fix this and I'm not paying you to fix it. You need to fix it for free. And they're going to be like, well, I'm not fixing it for free. I never agreed to that. Contract says they have to bring, they have to do the work up to code. Right. So that's on their dollar. They have to fix it. Um, you know, make sure that whatever you put down, you know, you understand that the contractors um, contractor understands that if they go to court, it, you know, the co- the cost of, you know, court fees and, and, and attorneys and all that stuff, that's going to be something that the contractor pays for. Right. And you can put this in your contract. Just whatever, you know, just, some, you know, so many things that you want to put in in place you know what i mean one of the things that i learned from a class that i took from trade for a difference shout out to mr um uh mr mr oh, was it jordan 
Jordan, Miguel, Los, uh, really great people. But one of the things that I learned is a performance clause, right? So, or an inspection clause. So, you know, let's say that, you know, the work gets done on, let's say, Tuesday, right? What this sentence would say, your paragraph, or however you want to word it, would say, hey, we, we need five days to make sure that the work was actually done right. And you act accordingly from there. That's it. That's all it is. That's all it is. Um, little things like that. So, knowing what I know now, knowing what I know now, I mean, these are these are things that I would have not let anyone go into a property of mine. Of course, and there's so many more. There's so many more. I mean, I, I just can't even sit here and go through line by line. You know, if however, if you want to, you can come and be a coaching client. Um, that's up and running now. So, but um, but yeah. So that's something. You know, you just want to have a, a contract that protects you. You want to have a payment schedule so there's a clear understanding of what the payment schedule is, right? And you dictate the payment schedule. Of course, you want to be fair. You want to be fair to the contractors. I'm not here to say, you know, let's. This isn't about attacking contractors. This is just to protect. This is just to protect yourself from bad contractors. Right, and that's all this is. This isn't to attack contractors. Contractors, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, "Oh, Ugo is just ripping the industry apart," like what the f- do we do to him? Um, it's not. It's not all contractors. It's just the crappy ones. It's just the crappy ones that think that you know they're going to get away or you know whatever, whatever, whatever. I mean, and and that's not you know that's not cool. People will take advantage of you, man. It is a doggy world out there. Um, but yeah, you want to have a payment schedule and you want to understand what your payment schedule is and the logic behind it. Right. So one of the things that my payment schedule does is that, you know, no payment before the draw, no payment before the draw. You know, what I mean, if it's a project where I'm, I'm tight on money then I may be full, I may feel more comfortable taking a more expensive contractor if they understand that. Listen, man, this this work, ha- you're going to do the work. It's going to get inspected. And then once it passes inspection, boom, you're going to get it paid once the draw comes in. Right. There's no payment without the draw. That's a that's one. Another thing you can do, you know, 10 percent down, 30 percent deposit, another 30 percent. You know, now you're at what, 30, 30, 60. And then you have the 30 percent that's being held in contingency. Right. Until the whole shebang is done, you know, something like something like that. Or you could do 25 down, you know, or you could do maybe you do 15 to start, you know, another 15 right after that. 30, you know, when you're halfway um halfway through and then what another you know you uh, another 40 i don't know it, it whatever you and a contractor agrees i'm just rambling right now um and then you also you know probably this is probably more important than the payment schedule is what, what the hell are you paying for what is the detailed scope of work outlining exactly what you're going to do and there is multiple thoughts multiple thought processes in regards to to, to 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 how best to do this for me i i'm i'm, I'm a licensed gc so I, my company subs out to these professionals, right? But if you're not GCing your own project, then, the, and here's why I'm saying what I'm saying. One way to do it is to do a scope of work where you cover everything that's getting done in the property, right? That's one way. Another way to do it is you subdivide it based on trade. So you would have, 
a uh, a scope of work for the plumbing, scope of work for the electrical, scope of work for the framing, scope of work for I mean insulation is pretty easy, scope of work for drywall, which is also very easy, um, scope of work for paint, which is also <laughs> very easy. But you would have scope of work for each individual person. You know what I mean? Each individual trade that's coming in and taking on a position, you know, doing something at the property, they're gonna have their own scope of work. And some of these scope of works are very very simple, like the roofer. They really don't need a scope of work. You just have an invoice. You have an invoice, and that invoice might just, you know, drop down a couple of things that they're going to do with a price point for each of them, and boom, right? We're going to start on this date, end on this date. I mean, just, you know, that, 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 and that, that'd be it. But um, more detailed things like the plumber, like the electrician, um, you know, your finisher coming in, like, what exactly are we doing? Um, you're like, you know, I mean, just these are a little bit more detailed and you want to pinpoint certain things that you want them to do your framer, especially your framer. Don't try to get don't try and do framing without actually having floor plans or blueprints or something like that. You got to got to got to know what you're doing. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's important. Um, so, yes, yeah, so those 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 are all all very, very important. And again, don't don't try to do this stuff alone, man. I'm telling you, man, people try to get into real estate. They try to be super cheap about it. And then they get burnt, man. You got to look good. You got to look professional. You got to come correct. If not, people are going to get you like they got me. Right. I opened. I had a moment of weakness because the, the, the person that was doing the work. It's a buddy. It's a buddy of mine. You know what I mean? I don't mean shit. Don't mean shit. That buddy can suck my. Anyways, <laughs> um, but yeah, you just you just want to protect yourself from that. You know, what I mean, make sure you have insurance. Um, you know, I'm sorry. Make sure the contractor has insurance that during work on your job, and make sure they add you on as additionally insured. If anyone's working on your property, they need to add you as additionally insured, and you need to call in and verify that that you have been added. Right? You need to. You, uh, it's it's tedious, yes, but like. It's these small things that have such a drastic impact. It's these very small things that have such a drastic impact. You know what I mean? Um, final lien waiver. Make these mother suckers sign final lien waivers. I don't owe you nothing. You know? So if we go back to the payment plan where you're doing maybe, you know, um, you're doing 10 up, 10, 10 as a placeholder, 30, you know, maybe do, you know, 30 to start. Then you do another 30 once the job is finished, and then you have another 30 in contingency. That 30 in contingency, unless the person signs to say, hey, um, uh, unless that person signs a final lien waiver, bro, you're not getting a 30. Get out of here. You understand what I'm saying? So little things like that. And how do I know all this stuff? Because I've gotten screwed by everything. Everything I'm telling you, I've been I've I've been screwed. So I learn by getting screwed. I get screwed first, and then I'm like, crap. That's not that 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 sucks. Am I always? Is this always going to happen? What can I do? And then I'll talk to my you know I'll talk to a mentor or something like that, and they'll be like, why why well well why didn't you do this? And I'm like, oh, crap, right? So I'm trying to lay it all on you guys because mm-hmm. I learned the hard way. Um, but hey, it's been nice chatting with you. My girlfriend just called, so, you know, she misses me. It's kind of late, so I'm going to get on out of here. And, uh, as always, thank you guys for listening. I got to do more of these. I'm going to try my best to do more of these. I feel like I said that a hundred times, but I'm legit going to try and do more of these. Um, things that I've been doing that, that I want to make sure you guys are all aware of, I'm heavy on YouTube. 
uh, I'm heavy on YouTube. So if you're on, if you're, if you, if 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 you if you like what you're seeing here, please go on YouTube so you can actually watch it as it unfolds. Uh, number two, coaching program is in full effect. It's six fifty a month, but you know I'm gonna put a code up where you can get it for five hundred. And you can just the goal is to get you through your first flip or first rental with you know so you experience the whole thing. If you're doing a rental, I get you all the way to your cash out refinance. We get you tenants. We get you know what I mean we help you take it from there. First flip, you know, I'll be your listing agent, get you a very reduced price on the, on the, on, the, on you know when you're listing it, you know, get you some discounts on the staging, photography, all that stuff, make it very easy for you. All right, so um, it's perks perks to working with me, and um, you know, I'm 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 here if you guys need that, and uh, that's it. All right, I'm out. Peace. Holy crap! I took my thumb off the thing and I didn't know that I, I didn't know that it just recorded continuously now you don't have to hold on to the record button wow that means I could have I could have put my seatbelt on such a, a long time ago geez louise